You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Ohio, Watashiwa Bradley Martin Desu. That's Japanese for what I understand to be. Hello, I'm Bradley Martin Desu. We're here to talk to you today about an animated film from acclaimed director of The Penguin Highway, Hiroyasu Ishida. Netflix presents Drifting Home, story of a group of friends who end up on a floating apartment building complex out in the middle of the ocean. What? Natsumi and Kasuke are two wonderfully close, beautiful, you might even say family type of close friends as children. And suddenly there's a wedge between them. The term is childhood friends. What did I say? Family friends. Childhood friends, yes. Well, one of them grew up with the other, so it is family. Is this House of Dragons? <laughs> we do find out that... uh. They've drifted apart. <laughs> uh, puns. And their apartment complex in which they became friends is about to be shut down and I believe demolished. Yes, it's going to be demolished. It's, it's been so empty for so long that the, the local children call it the haunted apartment complex. <laughs> so the children aren't so clever with the names, but some of them decide, hey, let's explore that place before it's demolished. So they... Kasuke is dragged there by his two friends, and they find Natsume hiding there. All the friends are a bit freaked out, wondering what she's doing there. She says, oh, uh, I'm not nostalgic or anything or sad that the place is being destroyed. I'm just here to see Napopo. Who is that? A ghost? How do you pronounce it? Nopo. Nopo. So she says, nah, not a ghost, but she's very aloof what Nopo is. So they go to the roof following Natsume because she's going to prove he's real. She has an altercation with Kasuke and Reina, the short-tempered friend who is also short. Think mean girl. Yes, like a mean girl. Natsume almost plummets to her death when suddenly a rainfall of epic proportions blinds them all. And they seem to wake up out in the middle of the ocean. And they'll have to work together as friends, as colleagues, and as family to get back home. In their apartment boat. Now with me to talk about this today, someone who will always say goodbye to their apartment complex (laughs) given the dangers that are about to ensue. Mindy is with us. Hola, donde esta la biblioteca? That's Spanish for hello, where is the library? Because I don't know any Japanese. And also, 
Someone who would always, no matter what and how much they disagree with, would do the bidding of their grandpa's dying wishes. Doggett is with us. I don't fucking know my grandpa. Why would I do any of that? What? (laughs) (laughs) If I met my my grandpa's ghost and he's like, avenge me, I would absolutely not. No. No. You're an old Mexican dude from probably the 60s. You you probably were up to no good. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that intro, Doggett, but let's <laughs> awkwardly move into this review. Doggett was taken out of the will. Will? <laughs> I'm going to get saddled with debt in like 10 years. So they're all on an apartment boat. <laughs> Kasuke is kind of angry about it. He's being very aggressive, not so much as a leader, but he does have great ideas. He thinks they're going to starve or dehydrate or drift forever. Uh, Natsumi seems kind of happy about it because she knows, hey, it's just a dream. I come here and have this dream all the time. And it turns out as well, Nopo does exist, but may have some secrets of his own. What did you guys think of this drifting boat drama of perseverance and love <laughs> that little boy's their grandpa right like that's the entire point of this movie right that, no that little boy's their, oh. we've explained this repeatedly no he's not the grandpa that makes much more sense we actually see the grandpa though as a living physical being exactly right? and it makes and so much Vader more dies, sense. does, does it, he stay as ugly darth vader or handsome christian Harris? ugly darth vader it depends on what <laughs> version you own exactly The whole theme of this whole show or this whole film is the concept of letting go and moving forward with your life and how they all have to learn that. No wonder I didn't trust this kid. He's just trying to get rent out of these guys. Everybody's a spirit of something. Bradley's the spirit of looking at a condom and throwing it behind your shoulder. I'm sorry, a what now? (laughs) He's saying you have too many kids, but that's not connected to this review at all. There's kids in this. There's too many kids, some would say. In this no, movie. I have more kids than the kids that are in, uh, in this apartment. So. <laughs> Including the ghost ones. Yeah. <laughs> so the themes are, and we're going to talk about themes here for a minute. Letting go, exactly. But moving on with those memories that can stay in your heart. Because you can't take things with you, not physical things. Do you think that the story, even though I'll admit I didn't understand a lot of the culture of this story, but do you think that theme at least got through? Yes. Yes. But it also made me think it's it's all their fault. (laughs) What do you think, Mindy? I think, yes, although I do wish that there was a little bit of an explanation as to why things were dissolving. Um, Because, like... On the ocean with this apartment boat, occasionally they will run into other places. Like they'll run into a place where our two leads um, used to swim. Like there was a pool there and they used to swim there. Um, There's another, there's like a Ferris wheel that was a carnival that our mean girl used to go to as a kid and had a lot of fond memories for her. So it's like everything place they bump into has memories that that means something and there is at one point where this ocean that they're on at the bottom of this ocean there's something that is erasing things it's like in um 
Inside Out, where there's the part of her memory that's like, this is for the memories that get erased. And that's what's like at the yeah. bottom of this water. And I wish I knew what that was in relation to the entirety of the story, because it feels like the dissolving portion of the ocean isn't as connected to the theme as just all of the characters interacting with Nopo and Nopo realizing that he needed to let its inhabitants go. So I wish that they had done a little bit more to incorporate some of the more supernatural elements and how they all interconnect. Um, But in regards to the relationships between all the characters, yeah, definitely. I think that the, that whole theme was very, was relayed very well. And I appreciate that. This film is just shy of two hours long. My God. The most concerned relationship I had, being a parent myself, so yes, I'm being biased, but it was Natsumi and her mother. Mm -hmm. Because what I think a lot of onlookers who don't have that particular kind of parentage would see her relationship with her mom and think, oh, how fun, how quirky. For a viewer like me, I was like, Red Flag City, get off the couch and be the adult in this relationship. Please. Well, that's part of uh, Natsume's desire to go mm-hmm. back to that apartment is because exactly. that is her stability. And not only was her home life before moving in unstable because of her parents kept fighting, but it's still unstable because her mom doesn't have her act together. And it's like, does my right. mom even want me around? See, that entire relationship arc throughout this two hours was about seven yes, minutes. Yes, it's very minimal. But as a complaint, I also got to admit, I loved the payoff of that by the end of this journey. So I'm not sure where my own heart lies with this story. Cause I'm thinking two hours, but then when that relationship comes full circle, I'm sobbing like, ah, oh, kids, kids <laughs> always be an adult for you. Always be oh, the yeah. dad like, in this it's relationship. Like the, it's like the ending of Evangelion after you, Brad. You were complaining for eight hours, and then those last ten minutes, you're like, worth it. Worth everything. Yeah, that, that's actually apt. Doggett, did you have any favorite characters or relationship arcs in this two-hour journey on a boat? No, but I thought it all looked pretty. I thought I thought every I thought I, I was enjoying the adventure aspect of it. Of fuck, we're just kids on this uh, apartment boat, and that was and that, that was equal parts exciting and terrifying. I was kind of waiting the entire time for this. I said this before. I was waiting for the turn where this turns into a horror story, and and, and the kids like, oh no, you're never leaving. Oh no. None of you are leaving, and they all have to gather all their fortune together, all their bills together, to offer to this apartment spirit to be let go, <laughs> or else they wouldn't get their deposit back. Well, I mean, it I mean, does. Okay, I guess, I guess, I guess, I like the, two, the the relationship between the. You know what? I like the mean girl. The mean girl is such a such a shitty person, but I liked her. See, she I just, hated her because she was such a like, stereotypical saw, mean girl. She saw the guy she liked up up in a a. a, a desecrated the apartment building. It was like, I'm going to climb that. Well, she was also kind of dishonest with herself, though. She made obstacles between her and this guy she liked that didn't really exist. I mean, that was her own doing, which is why I'm going to agree with Mindy. Kind of a shitty person. Well, it's not. I mean, yes, she is a shitty person. I mean, and her arc is to get over that. But 
But also she felt a little bit, she was of the characters a little bit too stereotypical. That's what bugged me. It's like she, she and her friend who's the quiet nerd are much more stereotypical than the boys. And it's like, why are these two friends? (laughs) Like progress, they shouldn't be friends. One of them's a bitch, and the other is just a hanger on. It's like there's no reason that these people would hang out together because they're too much, they lean too far into the well, stereotype. Her main friend gives her courage and she gives her support. It's a, it's a, it's a mutual relationship, but that's not expressed. And yeah, anyone who watches anime knows, oh, what's what's Raina like? I'll say short girl, folds her yep. arms, calls everyone stupid. Now, and they're like, you oh, know that what? character. You, know what? You, you two be happy yeah. with your regular anime shit with this. It could have been different anime shit we got here. There, she even has pink hair, doesn't we had, she? We had these these just innocent children in this in this entire movie. Not a single uh, un, uh, inappropriate thing happened throughout this two-hour anime film. And I am grateful you I wanted them all to die. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like waiting for them were... to be revealed that they were dead. I didn't want to see them die. You, you were waiting for like the Jinji Ito mic drops, and like <laughs> that was. I was waiting for the community scene. You're all in hell, and I am the devil. <laughs> and that is something to point out. Is like this. This film is. It is very much a story about you know emotional core kind of stuff kind of a jet i you know i'm referenced inside out it kind of has those types of themes but there are plenty of elements that if it went a different way it would be a horror you know it has the ocean that is dissolving people it has when they get sucked into this apartment boat it's in a moment where natsume is about to die you know, there is a big theme of how are we going to get food? We're going to starve. And so, and then bits of it smashing in other buildings and having big, big uh, storms and realizing that the horizon isn't coming closer. It's like all of these could be steered in a horror direction, which is weird considering that it's actually Japanese inside out. You know, <laughs> so... And I think that's some of the disconnect that that you mentioned earlier, Bradley, in that trying to figure out the theme, because it has kind of these supernatural elements that are scary and horror-like in their nature, being kind of molded and folded into something that's very heartfelt. And it's kind of like there's a little, there's a disconnect in how they connect, I think. Well, I guess it just comes down to the Japanese are not as scared of spirits as we are, maybe. This isn't mind. about I saw the spirits. I saw the grudge. Never mind. This isn't about spirits. This is about oh, this isn't about the ghost aspect of it. This is about the you know the survival aspect of it that seems disconnected to the arcs of them learning to cope with loss. Yeah. Well, let's carry that into our final thoughts. Uh, Doug, it, I'd love for you to start us off, please. Well, this is a two-hour anime film that's, for the most part, pretty wholesome. I mean, you don't got any weird, perverted, rapey kid. You don't got weird, perverted, I'm going to kill you, girl. You don't have weird, perverted thief. You don't have weird, perverted know-it-all. So it's pretty uh, ahead of its time, really, guys, if we're going to count all that. So, 
No, it's not. It's a, it's a sweet film. I mean, you got. I like. I like the kids. I know I was joking earlier. I do like most of the kids, even the mean girls and her weird friend. I. They were just. They were just kids, and they weren't anything more than that. And that's okay with me. And how do I? It's just fucking beautiful. It's a beautiful film. I feel like I've been saying that a lot about a lot of anime films recently, but this one's this one and Goodbye Don Gleese. Yeah, yeah, we, they both Goodbye been, Don Gleese. Yeah, yeah, these have been like some beautiful looking films that I kind of wish they were both thirty minutes less. I I think it's a tight ninety minute movie. This would have like captured my breath away, and I'd be telling all my friends to watch it, and maybe I wouldn't be as confused by the end. And I'm I'm still kind of thinking these kids are dead. But besides that, you know, it's a it's a great family time. I'm gonna give this like seven out of ten. No, seriously, these kids are dead, right? <laughs> Only on the inside, Nugget. Uh, Mindy, your your final thoughts. I think that this is a very sweet film. I do think that more time should have been focused on Nopo. Because ultimately, the theme of overcoming loss and moving on comes down to him and what his role is in everything. And the fact that so much attention is given to um, Natsume and Kosuke instead of Nopo means that that theme isn't as fully realized as it could be. So I I really wish more more attention had been given to him, especially because he's the he's a big supernatural element too. So it's like automatically he's something new and and interesting. But other than that, um, it is a very sweet movie. Has a lot of themes that got touched that weren't explored enough, I think. But ultimately, is a nice little feel good movie that the whole family can watch. And it is a very beautiful film, if nothing else. Even if you don't quite get it, it's still in a beautiful journey to watch and just see where it goes. As I was watching, it's like, how is this thing going to turn out? Because it didn't go in the directions that I thought it would, at least in certain points. So I am going to give it a 7.5 spirits that are being reclaimed by nature. I was really vested in what this wedge was that came between their childhood friendship. And um, I like to imagine I'm pretty empathetic, but when I found out what the wedge was, it was sweet and it was a great story. But at the same time, I'm like, bro, Kasuke, come on, really? And I was like very disappointed in this little jerk. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, I can respect his trauma over you know, what happened to him and the grandfather, as Doggett has been saying, he's a ghost later on because he passes away. And the trauma that Kosuke wanted to just make his own is a big part of not wanting people he cares about to be hurt. So that my initial reaction is like, Kosuke, come on. Are you really that petty? <laughs> but, you know, as you kind of drift around thinking oh. about what he's been through, uh, you think, okay, maybe I was a jerk for saying that about a little kid. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I just wanted to be dead. You're just being an <laughs> asshole. I am. And with the short time we get for Natsume and her family 
and what she was going through. I wanted more of that also. Um, Nopo, I don't think we get enough time with at all. And this is two hours long. Just, you know, he kind of has one-liners of like, here's what I am. Kind of nice, don't you think? And I'm like, no, elaborate (laughs) right now. What were you before the apartment showed up? And that's just a whole new lore and probably another hour added on. Raina's was glimpsed at with the carnival yeah. one, but you don't see hers either. Right? It's a blink and you'll miss it. What happened to you? They released PS PlayStation and I was forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Give my regards to the wizard pinball machine. <laughs> so I'm going to give this. Yeah, I'll go with seven as well because it's gorgeous. And I think that if you're not used to this kind of coming-of-age story, you'll really appreciate it, especially with the family. I'll go with 7 out of 10 IV drips for Grandpa that at this time in his condition are just for show. Firstly, I'm more of a fan of Japan sinks. We all reviewed that, didn't we? We did. The three of us, yeah. And I was like, this animation's kind of weak, don't you think? Yeah. Comparison to a much stronger theme, crappy animation. (laughs) 